Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Natalie Robles, Matt Berry. Can you believe that? Fantasy football guru subscribing <laughs> to our show. Uh, and then this is another big celebrity subscribing, Morrissey. Brian Morrissey. <laughs> He's just crying. Yeah, <laughs> being to, sad. <laughs> listening to horror and getting pissed when people eat meat. <laughs> Super fucking mad. And of course, brought to you by Hello. Fresh for thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code Horror Show Thirty. All right, guys. This week we are doing Terror Vision, and uh, following that is a uh, Basket Case Two. Two little slimy blobs blobbing <laughs> around, blobbing around. And if you ever wanted to hear Fred Jones say, "Look at those Hooters." In the Fred Jones voice from Scooby-Doo, you found the right movie. Who? So, Fred Fred from Scooby-Doo. Fred Jones? Wait, wait, hold on. His last name was Jones in, in the show? Yeah. Nobody knows that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, right. that guy's the voice of Fred Jones? Yeah. Oh, he oh he's actually did the Scooby-Doo voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The OG. Wow. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Paul, Fred Jones wanna, sucked. If you want to hear Fred go, look at those hooters, <laughs> then this is the movie for you. I, I'm actually impressed. I, I like. I would never pick Fred's voice out of anything. Oh my god, are you serious? I knew it as soon as I heard him. I was like, wait, that's that fucking uh, <laughs> fucking Welker fellow, <laughs> Frank Welker. That that's his name in the show. That's his name in real. I mean, I mean in life. real life. Yes. Well. You know way too much about this guy. Dude, he did the voice of like everyone. All right, we need to start the show, guys. So uh, enjoy. <laughs> okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart. I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo. Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. This is Medusa's Midnight Horror Marath- Horrorthon. You know, I'm not a fan of people throwing the word horror into other words. 
I don't like it. Horathon. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're on a roll of bamboozling me at the start. I, of the just, show lately. I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. Um, so we're doing Terrorvision this week, uh, brought to you by <clears throat> Armando Moran. <laughs> Me and Joe are watching. We haven't done this in a while. Watch the movie while we talk. Yeah, we're in a different uh, setting tonight. Oh yeah, we're in my house, so hopefully it comes out all right. And if you hear a banshee in the background, <laughs> a legitimate banshee, like a real banshee, <laughs> just screaming. We should probably alert the authorities. Yeah, I should probably should have checked on my son. <laughs> well, whatever. He's quiet, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> Worry about it after. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this is brought to you by Armando Moran. This is a movie I've wanted to check out for a while. I did too. Um, never got a chance to. They made the cover art before the movie was made. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that probably explains why the cover art is just kind of, I mean, the cover art was enticing, but just I like never, cover art. not enticing enough for me to ever just like seek it out. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like the bad taste cover art. Like I was like, I need to see that sure. shit. Yeah, yeah. This was like, uh, I'll get to it, but it looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I think I think I appreciate the cover art more now as like a retro mm. thing than when we were kids. Agreed. Like, Agreed. it wasn't that appealing. Yeah. So this was made in 1986, directed by uh, Ted Nicolou, and of course produced by uh, the bands who just produced fucking everything in 1980. Dude, so I enjoyed this movie. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I almost turned it off after the first five minutes. I was like, you have to, you have to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Wait, I think I wrote that I almost turned it off 30 se- 32 seconds. Oh, I'm close to turning this off in 30 seconds. Because, dude, the beginning when it's a close-up, it opens up to a close-up of like a model planet. Like, honestly, it was like the MST3K opening. Yes, like it was. Toys. And it said, Planet Pluton Sanitation Department mutant creation disposal unit and i was like turn this shit off and then and then it like blasts a big piece of shit muppet in the space and it's like pinging off a bunch of moons i was like this if this is like this i'm not doing it (laughs) and it goes into the terrorvision song which was catchy which was catchy but also still well first of all how the fuck did they afford their own fucking theme song well that that band is that a wait is that the terrorvision band no, 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 not the band Terrorvision. These guys are called the Fibonacci's. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can imagine they didn't make it. Yeah, I can. Yeah. But I think they uh, they did the, the whole soundtrack, so they were trying to like, make a name for themselves. <laughs> so, you know, it's like the hustle Ken- is real. Kendrick Lamar doing the score for Black Panther. The Fibonacci's doing Terrorvision. I don't think it's like that. <laughs> um so big teddy had uh, ted nicolou he didn't do a whole lot he uh he did this movie called dungeon master mm. um the dungeon master which was also a band movie and i guess it was like trying to uh trying to um cash in on the whole tron thing with disney it was very similar to that i suppose um can you guess how many directors there were to the Dungeon Master, including including Ted? To that one movie? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I'm gonna say I'll say four. That, that's actually what I thought you'd guess because that's a very high number. It was seven. Okay. 
I, my original thought was six. I was like, that can't be possible. <laughs> Seven fucking directors. I'm not even going to list them because I don't know who they are. Uh, besides Charles Band was one. Um, this guy also did Bad Channels, which um, is part of that whole doll man versus the demonic toys situation. Like they're just all mixed together. Um, and then in 2004, he did a Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, which I didn't know existed, especially in 2004. And it's non-canon and stars Corey Feldman. So it's non-canon. Who gives a shit? <laughs> the fact that Puppet Master has to be canon is is absurd. Right. The fact that you have to like be like, oh, this is not. This is ex. <laughs> like it's a fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, like there's gonna be any debate. Like who gives a shit? And no Where does this noticed. fit into the timeline? <laughs> It's so stupid. Um, dude, I couldn't believe that they included that in the Wikipedia. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, we got uh, Diane Franklin in this flick, the French girl from Better Off Dead. Okay. She was also in uh, Amityville too. She was... Uh, was she the sister? She was, she was raped. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Which isn't funny. It's only funny because that movie is insane. And some guy got really mad that we didn't like it. Really fucking mad. Um, because we only like big budget flicks. Dude, the only movies we've liked in like the last year have been like the shittiest like of the shitty. <laughs> yeah, dude, <terrorism laughs> I, like. I fucking love. I fucking love it. Uh you got Fred Wilker, Fred from Scooby Doo. Frank Wilker, who's Fred from Scooby Doo. He also played Jabberjaw and shit. He did like everyone. That's what Jabberjaw? I was gonna get to. Yeah, the big shark. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. And what? Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw is a cartoon from the seventies. I, I've never watched that. You need to get on your Hanna-Barbera <laughs> Oh, it's a Hanna-Barbera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she do Huckleberry Hound? He? No, Hanna-Barbera. Is that not a woman? I think it's, it's two, two guys' names. two men's yeah, names. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's all I've got for factoids on this. Oh, do you know who OD was? I got his name, but I didn't know... Like, I didn't... I don't know why. I was just like, fuck that guy. No. He's fucking Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. so funny. He's also apparently in every movie ever. <laughs> Dude, a lot of these guys, I looked them up, and they were in, like, eight movies a year. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. The, um, the dad, Mr. Putterman, he's also a bit Who? character actor, but um, used cars with Kurt Russell. He's one of the main characters. Um... Oh, dude, that movie fucking rules. Yeah, I we just watched it recently. That's why I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. Um, I wanted to... Yeah, that guy is Stanley, who is Garrett Graham, and wrote songs with Bob Weir. Oh, that's who you were saying yes. wrote that. Okay, for... You heard it again? They were fighting. What, animals? Like... Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go yell at him? No. Don't shut the fuck up and try to record. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I could have easily ignored it. <laughs> the show would have gone out as normal. <laughs> yeah, I did not hear. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because I was about to admit something super embarrassing to you. What? That you told me that guy wrote for Bob Weir mm -hmm. and I was completely like blown away because mm -hmm. I thought you meant the other guy. But now that you mean Graham, I, I actually knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot I knew that I just think that's super interesting even though I fucking hate the Grateful Dead so much well maybe he wrote for Rat Dog Bob Weir's other band I hate them all <laughs> wait which is the one that I saw in New York City with a bunch of with a couple knuckleheads 
It's not uh, Grateful Dead related, but oh. it was a uh, government mule. Oh my god, what a fucking nightmare. I can't believe I fucking did that. <laughs> and I think I did it because a lot of people didn't go. And I'm pretty sure. Including me. I'm pretty sure. So, I'm pretty sure one of our friends that has like a soft spot for everyone except you and I <laughs> was like, "Come on, man! Like, just like no one's going." And I was like, "Sure, man, I'll go." And it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Did snooze, dude. I've never seen. It was at um this theater in New York City, like a really nice theater, and like a legitimate theater, like fucking seats and shit. Yeah, and like you you know when you're like so bored, like when you're a kid and you go to like. Your parents take you to like, I don't even know, like the a Hall fucking play or something. And you get so fucking bored. You want to almost cry. Like, <laughs> that, dude, that's how I was at that concert. Like, legitimately, I've never been that bored. So bored that I was like, hey, guys, I'm just going to go fucking walk around the building and just like see what's <laughs> happening. And I've never seen so many people on drugs dying, like laying down, like probably just like acid, like having weird trips and shit. And like, yeah. yeah bottles of water being poured on them and they're just like <laughs> like dude like a dozen i was like this is a fucking weird shit man like this is really fucking weird but yeah it was a that was a show that was a concert i guess <laughs> if you want to call it that but why don't we uh talk about this fucking movie so you never saw the grateful dead no i never why would i have seen the grateful dead well, i mean i used to go to the shows all the time oh they still toured they were like they were like, uh, they were like, uh, well, I just like went for the party. Leonard Skinner, just one guy. No, because no, there's all of them. Oh, really? Except for Jerry. Well, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Lost his finger. <laughs> that, that, that he did. That's not why he died, though. <laughs> a very long, a very long reaction to, to losing his finger at like 16. Like yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what I hated about that story about him losing his finger is... I did a like a biography on him in like elementary school or some shit. And he always claimed it was uh he he made it seem like it was a badass reason he lost it, but like it was always shrouded in mystery. Wasn't it just like caught in like a ladder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in these books it was like he was part of the Hills Angels, so some people I was like, I doubt this guy was part of the Hells Angels. He looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> He looks like a moron. I've never met a pudgier little fart face. Well, I think you're thinking of him as like 60 years old <laughs> with his big gray bushy beard. I am. I don't think he always looked like that. I am 100%. Yeah, well, whatever. Well, anyway, Terror Vision. Yeah. No, uh, no Jerry Garcia here, but the guy that wrote for Bob Weir. So, But wait, why is he writing for Bob Weir? Why, did Jerry Garcia not write the words to that? No, he did. Wait, this guy just wrote for Bob Weir? I mean, this is your factoid. I, <laughs> I, uh, I'm i not sure. <laughs> maybe he wrote for Bob Weir after. That's probably... Right, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, yeah. maybe he wrote for Rat, Rat Dog. Dog. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, imagine. No wonder he's in uh, We're talking too much off topic about music, but I wanted to bring up... I brought up... Did you ever see The Grateful Dead? And I like The Grateful Dead's music. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think they're like nice, easy listening. But when you see them in concert, they do this thing called Space. It's honestly like twenty minutes of just them hitting like chimes and like like it's my nightmare. symbols it's and like everyone's like yeah I'm like this is way too long I want to fucking kill myself. Uh, wait, don't you have a story about your cousin smashing a Grateful Dead CD? No, no, it was fish. It was oh. fish. 
<laughs> I can't believe you remember that. Dude, it's like one of my favorite stories. <laughs> we went up to Boston. I mean, we partied very, very hard, but we we both had to get back in the morning. So we left like super early and he was so hungover and he was, he was like super into jam band music. And the jam band music is relaxing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the other tapes, like I brought, I had like shit. Cannibal Corpse with me and stuff. So we put on the Fish album, and <laughs> it was a live one of their live ones. And it was at a song, and like for like five minutes, it was just like, <laughs> like making noises with their guitars. And he just hit the eject button and threw it out the window on the highway. It's like my favorite story ever. Because <laughs> it's even though he's a even though he's a jam band fan, I just like to imagine anyone that hates jam bands doing that because that's legit. I would smash every jam. Band. Dude, it was so sweet. Even like no warning, he was gonna do that. He's like, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> like, he could have just took it out. Like, he just <laughs> throwing the, the window. And I bet you anything, he regretted it later. Like, I bet you. Of later, course, he, did. he was like, God damn it. <laughs> of course. All right. So, TerraVision opens up, like we said, with that uh, model, fucking beams bouncing back and forth, shit like that. <laughs> Their own theme song, and we meet Stanley. Stanley, who's the dad? Stanley Peterman, he's fixing his satellite. Um, and this could this be the most 80s movie? I, it's in the category of most 80s, yeah. I mean, the daughter is dressed She's like Cindy, Cindy Lauper, like yeah. to a T. The granddad, you got the punks, you got the punks, you got the dad, you got the aerobics outfits with the mom. It, it does have everything, but do you, I feel like they're doing that on purpose, yeah, because it's 86, so I don't think it was. It not quite tongue in cheek, but like definitely over the top. It was, I th- it was self aware. Like the grandpa, the grandpa definitely has like a Captain Lou vibe at the beginning. He's got, he's wearing like his, all of his medals and shit, just dressed like a fucking idiot. Um, I fucking love it. I fu- ah, dude, the so- acting in this is abysmal. Like some of the worst acting ever, but it works, it works. somehow. It's so weird, and it's because it's self aware. I think. I wish. It's not like so. Like I don't want to give it too much credit. Right. It's not like it's not. That's like, what uh, I mean. It's not scream. Y- yes, exactly. But it's it, it just, kind of understands that it's it knows a corny what it is. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they wanted to make a corny movie. Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird because you're right. It's like not super self aware. Like they're not like we're, this is a take on eighties movies. If all band movies were like this, I would love them. Oh my god, <laughs> they wouldn't be bad movies. I think good movies would be bad movies if all band movies were like this. No, this band. Is, I'm saying oh band, band productions. Oh, if band movies were like this, yeah, they'd be like if they'd have a lot more was like this. They'd have a lot more money. So much more. They'd have a lot more fucking. Money. <laughs> yeah, they would. Well, did this do well? Um, it couldn't have. It, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, there, there was no. Um, I saw the budget, but oh, I, didn't I just see I, I have the box office numbers right. Oh, you do. What, what, what was the budget? I think it was five million. Okay, it made uh, three hundred twenty thousand dollars. Wait, let me just confirm that budget because that is really bad. If that's the case, <laughs> I, I'm almost positive it was. This holds a zero percent in Rotten Tomatoes. That's stupid. Oh. No, this this wasn't the one with the budget I saw. So that that budget's a lie. Sorry, everyone. Came out in a, came out on Valentine's Day. Sure, cleaned up that <laughs> that <laughs> night in the box office. Imagine taking your girlfriend to see this on Valentine's Day. She'd fucking be so mad. Um. So we meet Stan, the father. He's setting up a satellite, which is very important to the story. Um, it is actually definitely a weird vibe to this fucking movie. Just so fucking weird. The acting's terrible, and the characters are just so ridiculous and over the top. And they're saying the corniest shit I've ever heard in my life. The, the shit that they say in this, 
No humans ever said naturally. No human. It, it is it is Bart Simpson from the early nineties to the millionth degree. Don't have a cow butt head like shit like that. And Stan Peterman, the dad, is guilty as charged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he is fucking terrible in this. Um, we meet Grandpa, who is played by Frank Welker, the voice of Scooby Doo. He's kind of uh, it doesn't really matter, but he's he's military ex-military maybe but at the same time a piece he seems sort of like a hippie like he was saying he was canvassing the area and he's he's what he's canvassing is that we should be using reptile tails <laughs> lizard tails as a f- source of food he's out of his mind a source of food because reptile tails grow back so you never is that what hippies do I don't think anyone does no, that. Of course not. Especially hippies. <laughs> um, so it's really fucking weird. Uh, what did, did you say what the kid was in? Is he in stuff? Nah, I don't know. I don't give a shit. He looks like an idiot and he sucks. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm, I just, I wasn't a fan of him. I wasn't a fan of him. Um, yeah. So, oh, and we also meet this uh, weirdo uh, satellite repairman who kind of comes into play a little bit later so and he does nothing except just be an asshole his name's norton uh but doesn't matter the satellite catches the shot of lightning that we assume we saw earlier bouncing off of planets (laughs) yes uh and literally making ping pong noises like bing 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 as it uh as it as it does that as, as it flies into outer space uh, it was something else, but it lands, hits the satellite on Earth, blows it up. Yep. Uh, or no, actually, I'm sorry. It wasn't working before. That's why the repair guy was there. So Stan's like, you gotta repair this, you gotta repair this. The lightning hits it, and then it starts working. But it does blow it up. Oh, that's, that's right. You know what? I assumed that it stopped working because of it, because there's also, like, goop in it. How? From, from um, yes, stuff. Yes. Correct. You're, you're right, though. That, the guy's there first, yeah. fixing it. <laughs> it makes no sense dude the lightning hits it and fries it and then they're like hey the channels work also this guy is so bad at like using the remote control i've never seen a, somebody worse well, at using remote control, remote control remote control with a fucking race <laughs> <laughs> no nobody's had a harder time with the remote control than tina does <laughs> have you ever seen somebody have you ever seen a remote control the size of this one that also doubles as an explosive weapon later in the movie. <laughs> I want to say no, but I, f- I bet you in the 80s they were. <laughs> they probably were. You're totally right. Uh, so the it somehow fixes the whole thing. Stanley goes in and he says, this is going to open a whole new dimension in television pleasure. The word pleasure is thrown around a lot in this. Well, this guy's a horn dog. This, everyone's horned up in this fucking movie. We'll find out. Um, and he's showing off the channels, including the porno channel, which he's watching with his children. And, and then he looks at his dad and he's like, channel 69, pops. Well, he said pops? Yeah. Oh, I thought he said prob, like, like oh. he didn't know what channel he was on. Oh. I kind of like that joke better. Uh, yeah, and he sits on that for an unreasonably long period of time. If my dad, like, if my parents flipped on porn by accident, I, I think they would have just thrown the remote through the TV. Oh, my dad would, this would 100% be what my dad would do. My dad used to put on the Spanish channel because, like, they're scantily clad, and we'd all have to just sit there, and he'd be like. <laughs> because my dad was doing that with me and my, my brother. We were, like, four years old. 
it's like you you had access to pornography still. I mean, it wasn't as easy, but just get a magazine and go to your bedroom. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and let the kids watch fucking Family Matters <laughs> in peace. Um, yeah. Oh, we get a clip of Wasp. We do. That and was, uh, that was fun. I don't, I, they are giving Wasps props because somebody has a wasp shirt yeah he has really it. weird i don't understand that at all and then yeah we meet that character od uh, we meet him right now yeah and he's wearing a wasp shirt also which <laughs> his name <laughs> well uh medusa comes on first yeah it sets uh, up that she's having the, the horathon yes 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 and uh yeah medusa's mentioning the horathon and the dad's like we look at or fred says the hooter line would you look at those hooters <laughs> I mean, those. She had very large breasts. They were incredible. Like I've never. There was a point. I'm not a breast guy, so it doesn't stand out. They usually don't stand out to me. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm more into the butts. More into the butts, but not entering the butts like we as we discussed in, in the previous episode. I'm not about entering. I'm just like the shape of them. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Um, well, I guess you could, I guess you could, but I don't know what to tell you, Joe. My brain's wired that way. <laughs> but um yeah yeah for, they were very large like to the point Dude, where the, like what she's wearing is positioning them in such a way that nobody's ever had cleavage like they that looked, <laughs> yeah they looked like it didn't look it looked like a prop almost because they were just so insanely large like i was like what yeah. what what is this um and then we meet od od uncle rico <laughs> uncle rico uh od is here he's my new boyfriend and this made me, this joke made me laugh way too hard. The Ted goes, "Oh, an Irish boy, OD." <laughs> OD, that is a good joke. So stupid, and I loved it. Uh, and OD is wearing. OD walks in doing the '80s punk thing, but not punk. He's a metalhead, as we'll learn, because he's very, very into the metal. Uh, but he's wearing like a fucking Rick James wig. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking weirdest wig to choose for a punk or metalhead period well, and his accent that he uses is also weird i'm thinking that whoa man like he's talking like spicoli from uh fast it makes no sense it's one of the worst things also <laughs> he's he's either a mouth breather or he really got into character and decided to make this guy a mouth breather because his mouth is open the entire it's movie. always open yeah and i don't know if that's part of his character also i love this character he's so fucking funny yeah he really is i mean Dude, as soon as we meet him she's like my parents really want to meet you. And he's like, oh, man, what a drag. <laughs> and then he meets him and he's like, hello, he's pleasure, so polite. To, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> he gave he gave off the weirdest vibes. And then when he introduces himself to the grandfather, he's like, what do you want, old dude? <laughs> it's like, whoa, you were just so nice. That was so weird. And he shits on the little kid later, too. Um, and then we learned that the parents are going out swinging. Yes. That's happening. Yeah. So on the wiki page, so I always like, like, after we watch the movie, I go to the wiki page yeah. to see if there's any, like, tidbits or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a hyperlink to swinging, yeah. so I, I clicked on it. What a fucking rabbit hole I went down. Um, Yeah, swinging's fucking weird. weird yeah, but, scene. like, when you go on the wiki, it has, like, all, like, the sub-wiki, like, related wikis Ooh. that you can click on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spent hours on it. Ended up on the fellatio page right when Tina came home. She's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff for the show. Oh, uh, this is, uh, you know. Picture. <laughs> um, well, it's funny because I started looking up immediately. I started looking up. I was trying to think, and now I just remember the name of it. The fucking Pluto Club in New York City. The Pluto Club? Yeah. 
um it was a famous uh i'm so fucking wait is that even what it's called no i can't find it um so i thought it was called the venus club so i was looking it up but there was like a swingers club in new york city kind of during the studio uh what was that studio 54 54 period there was like a rival club but like studio 54 was over the top and this was just insane Mm. because this was legitimately just fucking people people just fucking everywhere so i thought it was called the venus club so i was looking it up but i found through booking.com it's like hello or like uh hotels.com yeah i know they have (laughs) swingers clubs listed there sure swingers resorts i couldn't believe that when um my ex-girlfriend's brother got married. The hotel that they stayed in was also having a swinger convention no. at the same night as the wedding. Yeah. That's terrible. It was wild. Yeah. So I found this Venus resort. And it says swingers only on their site. And I loved it because it said great for two travelers. <laughs> <laughs> and it said it's really highly rated for uh, their mattresses for comfy beds. Huh, so good. it's a good place to look, but they will not let you in if you're a solo. Um, which by the way, why wouldn't you just go by yourself? I mean, not allowed. It's against the rules. (laughs) But then you wouldn't be a swinger. Yeah, I guess you just fucking be a fuck machine. (laughs) Well, I wanted to talk about Alice Cooper, but I think we've spent our allotted music. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's always next episode. Yeah, but is there anyone that we can relate to? OD was going to be my link to Alice Cooper. Joe just saw Alice Cooper the other night. I did, yeah. So I wanted to talk about him, but I guess we'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll crowbar it in somehow. (laughs) I mean, we've we've done crazier. So uh, the punk meets the little boy, and he's like, hey, little dude, you in the middle? Kiss the boot. (laughs) It was fucking (laughs) abrasive. Abrasive. Um... But Gramps and the kid, those those two crazy kids go off for their date. The parents go off for their date. Gramps and kid are left alone. And immediately, a gross-ass alien appears on the TV. It is very gross-looking. The fucking grossest. Also, so so proper talking. It's just very, very polite. Very polite, <laughs> disgusting alien. And he seems like he's trapped in the TV. They fall asleep, though. And they wake up to an alien in the fucking room. Now, they Also go, a disgusting-looking alien. They go and hide. And when they come back, it's gone. And the grandpa, the kid's like, that was a fucking monster. Grandpa's like, it's not a monster. Had to be a burglar. (laughs) And then Norton shows up and he's like, hey. Is that the repair guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, there's a burglar around here. You seen him? (laughs) Wouldn't you just be like, oh, this is the guy we thought was the burglar? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we have these three characters now. Do we mention how much the grandpa loves guns? The grandpa he is loves always guns. strapped. Always strapped. Got a big old case for it. Um Yeah, so um Norton goes uh to go look at the satellite. That's why he was there to repair the satellite because it broke again or whatever. Uh while Gramps and the kids go to look through the house, try and find this fucking burglar. But Gramps gets it. He does. And his death is fantastic, yes. by the way. It's amazing. The aliens like claws grab him by the head. So I just thought it would either like pierce it or rip it off, but in typical 80s fashion, green goop starts coming off. And somehow his he loses his feet and all of this. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the, the weirdest part is the weird piles of slime it leaves behind after it eats somebody. That's like street trash looking. Very. It, it is body melt in a way. The body like falls apart. I, and the green goop, at first, I was like, why does everyone have green blood? Um, 
I think it's coming from the alien. It is. It's like acid from the alien, yeah. but they don't really like get into that until late. The very last thing where, when a cop gets his hand stuck in it and his, Oh, that's right. Yes. And his hand starts melting. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I loved it. But for a while I was like, why is this, this is weird. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, grandpa's dead and he just smashes the fucking head, just crushes it yeah. with his pincers. Um, speaking of eating grandpa, <laughs> This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh, the amazing meal delivery service. All ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And the bags are all recyclable, which I find incredible. Uh, HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. Enjoy not having to plan dinner, spending money on takeout for easy for an easy night, or worry about gathering ingredients week after week, which is a nightmare. You won't be spending all night in the kitchen either because the recipes only take about a half hour. Uh, feel confident when cooking HelloFresh with the simple recipes, the step-by-step directions, and the instruction cards. We had this recently. We did that, we did that orzo uh, sausage recipe that was mamma mia magnifique. So is that how you do Italian? Sounded it. So I think that's, I think I'm fluent in Italian. <laughs> um, and just for our listeners... $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code HORRSHOW30. You like this, right? Your wife loves this? Uh, big fans. Delicious, easy to make, comes with the recipe. It's it's, honest, it's honestly perfect. Yeah. So can't express it enough. That's HelloFresh.com. Use the promo code HORRSHOW30. It's $30 off. And it is just a perfect solution for families. Yeah, I know some of our listeners have use the Dude, tons of them see it on snap yeah did you see uh jaron walker yeah i think yep, i pronounced yep, her name yep, right? yep. they love it they can't they post every week all the meals that they have yeah. and tag us in it and it is it it, it is amazing I saw carly on snap she's uh, doing it, too. it up yeah, yep. yeah, yeah so thanks guys for supporting the show and thanks for supporting hello fresh a wonderful sponsor of ours so hellofresh.com promo code horror show 30 now, let's get back to talking about a monster dog that eats people. <laughs> um, but just, oh, the kid runs in, though, just in time to see the alien disappear. Yep. And Grandpa's gone. He's just, there's just like a pile of goop left just behind. bodily fluids everywhere. Speaking of bodily fluids, the swingers are back. They brought home some guests. Some very uh, odd guests, too. Two very... Two very odd characters that'll only get weirder. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the kid runs up to the mom dead. Mom, grandpa, a monster. And I've never seen a mom more mad at a kid. The most angry. And she's not really that concerned that the grandpa's nowhere to be found. Not concerned at all. Well, I do. But right before grandpa gets it, he's just pounding alcohol. Yeah. So I think he's a, like a, just a drunk. I mean, I don't think. I'm sure yeah. he disappears quite often. <laughs> Grandpa's not home for Christmas regularly. Yeah. Uh, and the mom is furious and very uh, disturbing. She f- she hates this kid so much. She's like, you're going to take your fucking medicine. And I'm going to send you back to Dr. Silverman. And Yeah, it's, she's miserable. It's she, it's not it's not a pleasure. I mean, she wants to get laid. Uh, that, I mean, that's why they're back in the house. But yeah, exactly. She you're going to get your, you're going you're to get it in. She Although needs, she's not going to get it in as, as it turns out. No, they're not. But she didn't know that at the time. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and the mom even finds the melted granddad slime in the living room. And it's like, why did you do this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Um, it couldn't have smelled good. No, no, it must have stunk. Must have fucking stunk. Uh, but the monster comes back into Grandpa's room. We see that, and just in time for the mom to throw the kid in there. She says, "If you're too big of a sissy to spend the night alone, you'll spend the night with Grandpa." And then, not only does she throw him in Grandpa's room, which is a bomb shelter, like with a fucking vault fucking door then she chains and padlocks which would also lock grandpa in there just a bad combination and the reason she does that though is because they go to grandpa's door forgot to mention this part and because he's like grandpa's gone grandpa's gone she's like all right let's go look they open grandpa's door and the monster has grandpa's head on its tentacle and is using it as a fucking puppet (laughs) it's amazing which we find out it can do after it kills you and use their voices And somehow have access to their memories and shit. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We yeah, also, but you know what? If there was an alien from with like that kind of capabilities, yeah. we, our brains wouldn't be able to process the stuff that it could do. That's so, very true. You know what? I believe it. Okay, I'm fine with it. Even though it's a dog from another planet. A fucked up dog that they tried to exterminate. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so, also, now, the TVs are getting these incoming... Uh, incoming signals from outer space. Yeah, he's he's like the guy from <laughs> They Live. That's like, it's not what it seems. You hide your have- kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wife. He's telling him. He's telling the Earth, you got to destroy all your satellites and not turn them on for two hundred Earth years. <laughs> but you know what? As goofy as this movie is. I actually really like that because there's no way we would ever do it. Like if, if, yeah. if there was an alien that came, it was like, I'm trying to save you guys. Yeah. Like, turn you off. have to turn off. Turn off your TVs. There is no way we would do it. We'd be <laughs> fucked. No. Everyone I know would be like, well, can't be that bad. Or it won't happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. Of <laughs> course. I would roll the dice. Of course. Um, but he's telling everyone to watch out and, and the, the swingers are watching this video and they're, 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 they're thinking it's a real movie. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen this. I think Martians come to Earth and take our women to breed them. <laughs> and this foreign guy that they've picked up. What's his fucking name? Spiro? Spiro. Spiro. Yeah. Um, Sp- Spiro is so hot. Spiro is the horniest human being. Spiro rivals our friend Hefe. Um, uh, stop it. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. I mean, he views more nefarious, but Spiro just wants a good time. Spiro's just looking to fuck. Look at him. He's dancing. We're watching right now. He can't, he can't stop dancing. But Spiro is watching this movie and the guy's telling him this plot. He's like, oh, I, and he, he says, fantastic idea for a movie. Martians diddling the women of Earth. <laughs> and I thought that was like the greatest thing of all time. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Uh, so anyway, the group of swingers splits up. So we're gonna start. You know, this movie is not trying to hide anything from you either. It's not. It's so obvious what's gonna happen because it's literally like Spiro and the wife are like, "Hey, let's go get margaritas," and then the guy's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get ready," and the girl's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go in the pool," and you're like, "Well." We know who's dying right now. Yep. Or somebody's going to die. We don't know who's dying. Um, meanwhile, the kid is watching TV in his grandpa's room. <laughs> that scene is fucking insane. Uh, kid's watching 
TV in his grandpa's room. Medusa's asking for callers, so he calls in and <laughs> tells her what's happening. And she's like, "You're a fucking idiot." Rightfully so. And then on, then she comes back on the air, and she's like, "I thought that." So she starts talking to the TV, and she's like, "I forget his name. What's the kid's name? Spencer? Spenny? <laughs> I don't know." Stan? No, not Stan. I think it is Spencer. But she's like, come closer. It's uh, Sherman. Sherman. Come closer, Sherman. Come closer. And then he gets close to the TV, and then she puts a clip of a monster on. She's like, you little jerk. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, Meanwhile, back at the swingers place, mom's laying it on thick to Spiro, like putting it on. Like She wants to get fucked by Spiro tonight. Um, And Spiro's like, hey, I'm Greek. And she's like, oh, I love Greek men. He's like, this joke is like so weird. He's like, no, you don't understand. I'm Greek. I like Greek culture. She's like, oh, yeah, me too. And he's like, I like to have sex with men. (laughs) And she's like, what? (laughs) I mean, that's a, that is an insane fucking, like, because that would just, that's so insane. That's just so fucking weird. To just assume that he's in the man because he's Greek? Greek. Yeah. It's so fucking insane. It's so fucking insane. But that's what he says. I'm actually surprised. Like, you've heard that the Greeks are in the anal? Yeah. But I, I work for this guy who would bring it up like three times a day. Look at these fucking Greeks. Just love their butts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it, but it's like, I think that was just like in the Roman, like ancient Rome when they were into it. But I think it was just because they were just. Wasn't everyone? Right. Yeah, before everyone went to America and became uptight. It's like, no butt stuff here, guys. <laughs> Missionary only. So, uh, Spiro goes to the pool where his lady's been hanging out. And this is where this is where you realize Spiro's really just... Spiro doesn't give a fuck who he fucks. Oh, well, also, Spiro said that because Spiro wants to fuck Stanley. Right, right. But then he goes to the pool... And the girl he came with is there. He's like, ooh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to get me some of you. He's like, let's have a quickie before they get here. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy, this guy can't fucking wait. And he gets into the pool. The pool's smoking. And the girl, we only see the girl's head. And you immediately know she's the fucking alien. Because she's just like staring there with a glaze over her eyes. And he gets in the pool and he's like, oh, what's in here? Algae? And he pulls up a fucking just a clump of the goo. And he's like, what is this, sex lubricant? <laughs> Imagine a pool full of sex Just lubricant. a KY pool? Granted, the guy kept calling it the Pleasure Dome, so I don't think I'd be surprised. Y- you know what? That's a good point. He was like, welcome to the Pleasure Dome, which, by the way, is a door away from his family room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking disgusting. Um, fucking weird. Uh, and he gets the pincers, too. He gets the fucking pinch. He's dead. Stanley gets pissed. At the revelation that this guy wanted to fuck him. He's like, hey, Spiro, we gotta talk, buster. <laughs> As if he couldn't just politely be like... No thanks. No. <laughs> yeah. not, not for you, me. You clearly also like to fuck women, so why don't you just take my wife? <laughs> and Sherman is also... Er, Stanley is the biggest pussy on earth in this movie. He is such a little bitch. So it doesn't even... It doesn't even fit the character. This movie's so crazy. This movie's fucking crazy. Um, Stanley and his wife, though, go to the pool area to talk to him. They look in. They're like, what the fuck is that? 
it's very clear that it's a fucking alien. In your it, it, it's, it's like real form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True form. Uh, Stanley is dead. Takes pinchers to the gut. Yep. Green shit falls out. And he is making the most insane faces and noises. It's, it is like. <laughs> and like his. Like it is fucking crazy. Like it, it is fucking absurd. So Stanley's dead. And the wife gets it also, I believe. Or it's alluded to that she gets it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sherman keeps calling the cops, though, because he's locked in a fucking room. And they're like, hey, that's it, buddy. You're you're in big fucking trouble now. <laughs> uh, but- All these movies we watch always have so many 911 calls and the cops always be like will you fucking leave us alone <laughs> i'm fucking busy and you keep you know what now i'm gonna arrest you <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they don't show up in enough time so sherman fucking rigs explosives and blows the door off the hinges grandpa's explosives yeah. grandpa's armed and dangerous just in time for a fucking... <laughs> the faces this guy makes when you see it. The, we're watching it. When you see him without the noise, it's so much funnier. It's so out of control. Um, but the sister and OD show back up after their party. And uh, they're super excited because this uh, they think this kid has pills. <laughs> and OD's really happy about that. Very happy about that. So... Uh, He's telling the brother and sister about the monsters or the uh, sister and OD about the monsters. She's like, all right, let's go find mom and dad. <laughs> they open mom and dad's door and the monster's doing the puppet puppet show with four heads <laughs> all in the bed blankets up to their fucking chins. And the sister's like, gross. And they're like, and the, the monster is making the parents be like, yeah, we're having sex. <laughs> Could you please leave us alone? And then they're like, then the girl's like, where's grandpa? And then he pops up grandpa's head right in the middle. And he's like, taking care of business, honey. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, the monster ends up chasing them after going around the house. The monster. I don't appeared. know if you said this already, but the puppetry on the monster is pretty good. Shockingly good. Yeah. The, the puppetry and the puppet itself for the, the monster way it looks, is really good. good. Yeah. Like way too good. Honestly. Um, just way, way, way too good. Um, so the monster appears, starts going after the kids. Yeah. He's fucking pissed. Um, he's about to get OD. He's about to get OD. But OD is wearing like the old uh, Carrie King. What do you call them? Spiked. <laughs> what, what do you even call them? Forearm pads. For, yeah. Is that what they are? <laughs> I think there's a name for them. Why was that a thing? I don't know. Because honestly... Well, anyways, he's wearing the spiked no forearm pads, and uh, the monster stops and has a flashback. Oh, too, oh, because he's way too long of a flashback. Because he's a dog, and his <laughs> owner used to wear the same, like, forearm Leather pads. Strap. He's just, like, flashbacking to him, like, petting him. Right. Studded forearm pads. And he's like, oh, my God, that was my owner. Uh, very weird. And... Uh, OD immediately was like, he likes my studs. He loves metal. <laughs> this dude's in the metal. This dude's in the metal. You'd never call this thing a dude, ever. <laughs> um, and then OD proceeds to be like, you know that movie about that little space guy? <laughs> about that little space guy? You know, the one that made you cry. <laughs> cry like a little butthole. <laughs> Dude, that line, I was like near tears laughing. Describing E.T. Describing E.T. and describing something as crying as a butthole 
<laughs> just like because I wasn't thinking of it as like crying like a butthole person, but I was literally thinking like this kid thinks buttholes cry. <laughs> These butthole tears come out of buttholes. He just has diarrhea all the time. <laughs> He's IPS. Uh yeah. Uh cries like a little butthole. Um but and if you thought that was funny funny then it's even funnier when OD's like hang on and then pulls this fucking sausage out of his pocket <laughs> the most disgusting looking pale little sausage out of his pocket to feed the alien <laughs> and the alien the alien's fond of them yeah so they decide to start trying to teach it English yeah and after three seconds they're like hey I told you to say hello <laughs> like they're pissed when he can't speak English perfectly like they're like hello hello and he doesn't say anything they're like I said say hello <laughs> Uh, but the alien learns English. It does. Learns how to say food. Learns how to say music. We get we just get a montage of just nonsense with this fucking creature. They're try, they're teaching it how to eat. They're teaching it how to fucking listen to music. Yep. Watch movies. Watch movies. Which honestly, I think my favorite scene in this entire movie is when he's watching uh, Earth versus Flying Saucer. And laughing. He, he's laughing so hard at it. It's <laughs> like knocking down buildings. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the shittiest Flying Saucer. <laughs> it was like the Washington Monument. It just like knocks off the tip of it. And he's laughing so hard. <laughs> this alien is fucking gross, dude. The alien is so fucking gross. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so... The kids fight about who owns the monster because they want to make some money off of it. So they figure they'll call Medusa, try and sell the monster to Medusa. Medusa shows over. So the phone rings instead of just walking away. Cause it's not your job to answer it anymore. She picks up and is like, show's over, sucker. And they're like, wait, wait, we have a monster. And for some reason, she's like, fine, I'll come take a look at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is insane. Um... And this this kid OD just keeps saying the most ridiculous shit. Just keeps talking about buttholes yep. nonstop. I said, "Shut up, butthole!" Just nonstop. What a stupid butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Do you tell somebody to stop being an impatient butthole? Yep. <laughs> well, the cops show up to arrest uh, Sherman for being a stupid asshole. Like a day later, and the alien on TV shows back up. And it pisses this garbage monster off so fucking bad. Pisses him off so bad. And the alien starts screaming. Ah! Like, but actually, it's not even that annoying. Right? Like, the noise it made really wasn't that bad no, for it wasn't. us, the viewer. Yeah. But for some reason, OD is like, get this thing to shut up. And then screams, shut up, butthole, and punches it in the face. <laughs> it's probably the rudest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> And it's kind of a little chilling because this thing was a pet and it has a lot of pet things. And even though it's a big, disgusting monster, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> why'd you punch the fucking dog? Like, why the fuck did you do that? Um, the alien loses his shit, though, and he just starts going after him. Bites OD's fucking face off. Yep. Uh, it crushes it. Like, just fucking crushes it like a fucking can. Cop gets got to... Yep. He gets the green slime, which acts as acid, which is really the when you finally realize, oh, that green shit is acid. <laughs> um, so the cop's dead. So we only have the kid and well, both kids, the daughter and the son, Sherman. Yep. Are the last living people. <laughs> Dude, this 
is my favorite part of the, well, this is just my favorite concept of the movie. So (laughs) the Pluton alien, dude, the (laughs) The one from the TV. (laughs) Yes. The one from the TV. They, they're about to kill the fucking, uh, they, they're, they're trying to sneak around to kill the alien. The aliens in the pool watching TV laughing. They sneak around. Sherman, though, accidentally makes a noise, gets pissed off. They, they're about to get the kid. The kids are shooting it, fucking cutting it with a knife. But they finally derail it by throwing a remote control in the tub and a nuclear bomb goes off when that <laughs> happens. Um, but then they run into the other room and the alien, an alien, the alien from the TV shows up. The other alien that was trying to save Earth and is like, Hey guys, I'm Pluthar. I'm here to save you. <laughs> this this dude's name is Pluthar from Pluton. <laughs> Fucking greatest name ever. And uh, he explains to us that, you know, this thing's a pet. And sometimes pets mutate and then they have to fucking destroy them and shoot them into outer space. Yes. A very good way of destroying the pet, he says. But sometimes this happens and then it's not so good. <laughs> um, And then if you think that's bad. Well, also, this guy's like. Well, because they're like, he ate our parents. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm in so much trouble. He ate earthlings. But he's like, but it's okay. Because when we capture him, we can take out the DNA and bring your parents back to life. But they just have to live in aquariums forever. (laughs) And while this is happening, fucking Medusa shows up. Yep. From behind. And is like, like, she thinks she must think that this is the fucking creature. Which she does. Right. Because then she kills it. (laughs) She takes a fucking, I don't even know, like some type of weapon and bashes the fucking helmet. Because he's wearing a a space suit. suit. (laughs) Which is great, honestly. Because he's not, he can't breathe on Earth. He can't breathe on Earth. I like it. Um, So she cracks the helmet and his fucking head explodes in the case, ruining any chance of survival that these people have. Yes. And I fucking loved it. And they... Point that out to her. Yeah, they're like, you're a piece of shit, Medusa. (laughs) Um, It's the great. And she's like, hey, right in the nick of time, huh? And then I'm like, so on board with this movie. And then the most abrupt ending of all time happens. The monster. It gets them. It starts doing the monster can inhale. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fucking. Like a hurricane type gusts <laughs> that suck these people into its mouth. It just sucks all three of them in. He sucks all three of them in, but like you don't see him go in and it just cuts. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what happened? Cuts then, to, to a limo. To the guy outside still waiting for Medusa. Medusa. Her chauffeur. And Medusa, we see Medusa's head on a tentacle <laughs> being like, drive me to the studio. <laughs> and then answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. And by the way, it cuts to the monster and it's disgusting. And then, yeah, and then it plays the Terrorvision song and it's over. What a bleak ending. (laughs) Very bleak. And also could have been even a little bit bleaker if they made a mention, you know, that going to the TV station could mean that he's going to broadcast himself anywhere. Well, that is what it means. Well, they could have been a little more clear about it. Well, he said the guys on the assholes on the TV all the time. Oh, that's true. Destroy your TVs. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, um, so what'd you think about it? I liked it, man. I liked it a lot. I mean, uh, it's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> it, it's a, 
movies like this are so hard to describe because the acting's bad, but there's a lot to enjoy about it. There was almost to a point where it was kind of hard to talk about because it was so ridiculous oh. and it knew it was ridiculous. Look at those boobs. <laughs> Medusa's on the screen and the, they that, look that cannot unnatural. be comfortable. No, no. Like she must have very bad back pain now. Can we talk I, to Medusa? I just mean like that shirt. They're propping that up. Oh yeah. Purpose. Well, I'm sure that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Can we talk to Medusa? Uh, I'm sure, she's not hard to find. Is she dead? Jennifer Richards is her name. Yeah. She doesn't have her own wiki page. Oh. Bummer. Well, that's it for Terrorvision. Next week, Basket Case two. Two. We've never done Basket Case one, have no, we? we have not. We've Did, done, we've done three. <laughs> How stupid. So that's it for this episode. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes if you want. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, But actually do rate it because we've got some fucking buttholes on there lately. I mean, not a lot, though. I mean, still not a lot. Like, I think we still have like an average of five star, maybe. Right? Yeah. Sorry. I I found Jennifer Richards. Oh, cool. Just looking at pictures. For press. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Just rate, review, subscribe. Just fucking these fucking mutts on there fucking crying these guys take us so fucking seriously it's unbelievable could you imagine listening to this show and being like these fucking guys don't know anything yeah, no shit <laughs> you fucking serious <laughs> you spent the first 15 minutes talking about fucking rat dog rat dog bob weir and the grateful dead are you fucking <laughs> kidding me <laughs> you're you're uh, you're going for it. Pissing vinegar tonight. Yeah. All right, guys. So anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, remember, HelloFresh.com. Use the code HorrorShow30 and get thirty dollars off your first order. And uh, yeah, so next week, Basket Case Two. Yes. What do you think of that? I guess we should talk about it on Basket Case okay. Two, but. Uh, and that's it. Uh, I'm uh, You can find us on Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror, I Hate Horror.com. I'm on uh, Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror and barely on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show. I'm at Jovi421, Boognish1985, and Horror Show Joe. And that's it, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the support. We really do appreciate it. Um, and that's it. Basket Case 2 for Joe. This is Sean. Stay weird. Uh, thank you. Adios.